It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live.
Bless your children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty 
name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. We thank God for this another great day that he has made, another opportunity for you and I to praise the true and living God. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we just finished our most recent topic entitled what? Keep God pleased. Keep God pleased. And we thank God for everything he shared with us regarding that very most important facet of our lives. Keeping God pleased is the most important facet of our lives, children of God. We're going to look at something here the Lord gave us back in January, uh, simply entitled, Let Us Not Believe the Lie. Let us not believe the lie. You need to understand that as time is winding down, Satan and his hordes will be making a last-ditch effort to try and deceive, to try and lead astray as many uh, people as they possibly can. You and I, children of God, want to be on guard. Scripture tells us that God will not have us ignorant concerning the devil's devices. And one of the devil's main devices is lie. We know he come but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But one of his main devices is the lie. Let us not believe the lie. We're going to take a look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. Look at verse 12 for contextual sake. And so that all will be condemned who have not believed in the truth but have delighted in wickedness capital A in our outline, for this reason, for this reason. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, again, we thank you. We praise you. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. You alone are God, and besides you, there is none other. We appreciate you, Father, for who you are what you have done to us, through us, and for us. Father, you have given us, your little children, the best life imaginable. Even with the trials, the tribulations, the persecutions, hardships, difficulties, you told us in your word that our light and momentary afflictions 
are achieving in us a far greater eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Father, we thank you today for eternal glory. We thank you, Father, because our destinies have been set before the foundations of the earth. We thank you today, Father, because no one can snatch us out of your hands. You are worthy today of all glory, all the honor, and all the praise. As we study today, we ask, Father, you give us illumination. Speak into our hearts and our minds words of wisdom that will act must as the rain acts on the crops that so desperately need it. Water our spirit, man. Water our soul, Father, that we may uh, manifest in physical realms. Uh, your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Father, we trust that you are going to do these things for us as we are touching and agreeing in the spirit with your people in the four corners of the earth at various times and seasons, asking in the name of your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that God's people say amen. Thessalonians chapter 2 deals with the man of lawlessness or the Antichrist. Just as surely as Jesus the Christ came and is coming again, the Antichrist is coming. Now, the spirit is already at work in the world. You need to understand that just as God does nothing without adequate preparation, Satan doesn't do a whole lot of stuff without adequate preparation. He, he be attempting to desensitize individuals. In other words, you know, that which God wants you sensitive to, you need to understand what your opponent, the adversary, or Satan is going to do. He's going to try to what? Desensitize you. If God wants you sensitive to something, Satan wants you unsensitive to it. You say, Apostle, what you got now? One thing the Lord is flashing in my body now is all these tattoos. Oh, my, people are not getting tattooed today more than any other time that I've ever seen. Some people covering up their whole everything with tattoos. Now, not that I'm, you know, trying to, to go all Old Testament on you, but the Scripture clearly tells us in, in Old Testament to not get any permanent markings or tattoos on our body. You say, ah, Apostle, what's the big deal? I got a tattoo. What's the big deal? Well, okay, keep, just keep something in mind. Understand that there is a mark that will be coming that will seal your fate for all eternity. It's called the mark of the beast. Now, we just finished talking about how Satan likes to desensitize us. Well, if he can get everybody feeling like getting marks all over your body and getting tattoos and getting all kind of permanent markings all over your body, it's no big deal. When the Antichrist come in with the mark of the beast, you're going to feel like no, no big deal. Marks, we've been getting marks. Everybody got marks. What's the big deal? And that's when he gets you. So what the adversary will do is he'll start out with something that seemingly is harmless, seemingly is innocent, but it really is not because God don't want you getting permanent markings and, and tattoos. He still don't, even though that's Old Testament. God still don't want, want us doing that. But the adversary thing is, ah, oh, it's, it's all right. It's in style. It's hip. It's fashion. It's cool. So you don't mess around want to end up in hell behind something you think is cool. And that's exactly what the adversary is going to do with the mark of the beast. 
he going to have that thing and people, just like you got people thinking now that, you know, homosexual, homosexual marriage and all this kind of stuff, which is an abomination in God's sight. Oh, this is for the open, you're on the right side of history. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're going to mess around and be on the wrong side of hell. No, you ain't on the right side. It's important to be just like civil rights. Listen, this is, you're comparing apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. Being black or being a member of a minority or being a woman is not a sin. Homosexuality is a sin. That's two totally, totally different. Uh, you, well, you know, civil rights for blacks, same thing as, as rights for uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Nowhere in Scripture does God say that if you're black, you got to go, you, you, you're not going to go to heaven. Nowhere does God say being black or being a woman or being a, a member of a minority is a sin. But he does say it about homosexuality. What was that? What we say the topic is? What is God keeping us? He hitting home. Hey, God is hitting home already. What's the topic? Let us not believe the lie. Don't get that down for the saints that just came in. Let us not believe the lie. We say, Apostle, how do we know the difference between truth and lie? I'm here to let you know, my brother and my sister, there ain't but one way. You got to know what God has said. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anything other than what the Lord has said, that's a lie. Now, you go ahead on and believe it if you want to. Run on out there right crazy. Then have to be standing before God. And God be saying, now, you saw where I said this right here? And you believed what now? Uh, well, see, see um, everybody else, held in with everybody else. Hell with you and everybody else that believed the lie. What God said is true. Let God be true. I'm hearing the spirit of God speak right now. God said, Robert, let me be true. And every man. A lot. Kind of got to repent a little bit here. Uh, children of God. Uh, me and one of the saints was watching NFL Combine yesterday. You got the guys coming out of college, want to go in the NFL, running, jumping, lifting weights. And I kind of jokingly asked one of the saints, well, you know, they were talking about the bench press, and what they do is they put 225 pounds on the bar, and these prospects go in and lift it as many times as they possibly can. And, you know, a lot of times I was jokingly ask some of the saints, now, hey, I am, you know, 50 years old plus, uh, talking about, you know, how would I do if I was out there? Saints laugh, and all oh, you, they, 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 they had to carry you off the field. They do all, all, kind of, all kind of stuff. But I said, well, when they got on the, to, the, the bench press, I was like, uh, let me see if I can get. Let me see if I can mess with these things a little bit, Ryan. I said, "How do you think I could do in the bench press? Put two twenty-five on the ball. How do you think I could? Oh my goodness! No, you couldn't do nothing. You couldn't. I said, oh, "Come on! I got to gather the Saints all together. Came down, put two hundred twenty-five pounds on the ball. Saints was laughing so hard before I even got started. They were like, "Oh, he ain't gonna be able to go on a missionary tour. He ain't gonna be able to go on a missionary trip. He's gonna mess around, and throw his back out." Oh, they were laughing. Everybody was laughing so hard. I was just like, "Well, let me mess with him a little bit here." Let me see. I got up under the two twenty-five. One saint couldn't even stand up. They had to brace themselves against something. They was laughing so hard. So I got up under the two hundred and twenty-five pounds, Tushnaka. Went like I was going to lift it, and act like I couldn't even get it off the bar. Oh, what did I do that for? 
Saints went out of here. Some of them couldn't hardly make it up the stairs. Some was laughing so hard. What are we talking about now? We're still talking about don't what? Let us not believe the lie. Now, these saints know full well that I work out three days out of the week. They know this. I'm trying to, in my mind, figure what would make them think that I can't bench press 225 pounds. And they don't, but we're still talking about let us not believe the lie. Oh, they were laughing so hard. They couldn't hardly. They couldn't. And I was just kind of looking at them. I was like, now, ain't this something now? These people really think that pastor can't bench press. Too. Oh, they, I don't know if I saw them high-fiving. I saw them high-fiving. One day, they, they was I said, okay. So I went on up, just kind of looked around a little bit. Oh, the laughter was at maximum, maximum pitch. I waited a little while. I said, all right, now. I said, let's get serious right here. No, you ain't no serious man. You can't do nothing. You can't do nothing. I said, come on, let's let's get serious right here. Brought them back down. And uh, went on and bumped it maybe about, how many times? Six, seven times? How many times? Six times. Okay. When I heard one of the saints when they saw the first the first lift, they, you know, after all the laughing they had done, really believing that Pastor could not lift no 225, one saint said, uh, hmm. Went on and pumped. Shit, boss, what you talking about? Everything we just because we think something is the case. It ain't always the case. Just because, watch this. Remember Jesus, even with his disciples. See, see, Jesus got his disciples one time. Yeah, he got his disciples. Well, more than one time, but the Lord is, is flashing this one in my mind. After Jesus had risen from the dead, his disciples were walking on the road to Emmaus. Jesus came up, was walking along with them when they stopped and, and went to where they was going. He acted as if he was going further, just to see how, what they would do. Well, they invited him in, of course. So, so let's, just, let's just be careful. And one great NFL running back, one of the things they, they talked about in regards to him is what he would do. You know, he would run so hard, and individuals would be hitting him and doing all kinds of things. And every time he would get hit, he would act like he was just so hurt, so give out until they snapped the ball the next time and he run for about another Jim Brown. They say Jim Brown would get up like he would just beat down. People be thinking, yeah, yeah, we got him until they snapped the ball again and he run right through somebody again. Let us not believe the lie. You say, Apostle, what is the lie? There's going to come a lie that is going to be of such a magnitude that if you don't root and grind your, ground yourself in the truth of God, God is going to help you to believe that lie real, real strong. Now, this is, this is, this is, this is dangerous now. This is very dangerous. Say, Pastor, what in the world are you driving at? Watch this now. Look at, now, first let's deal with the Thessalonians. Then we're going to come on down and we're going to deal with this thing. All right? God going to send you a powerful delusion. If you won't get to, if you won't go and believe the lie real, real strong, then God says, I'm going to send you a powerful delusion so that you will believe the lie. Since you don't want to believe the truth. Since you you, you saying, looking right at the truth, listening right at the truth, you don't want to accept that. You'd rather believe a lie than God says, I'm going to send you a powerful delusion so you'll believe it real, real strong then. Now, let's deal with the Thessalonians. All right? Group of Christians in Thessalonica. Book was written around 42 A.D. by the Apostle Paul. Paul wanted to continue to encourage the saints to continue working. Some of the saints had felt like that Christ 
since he was returning, they felt like he was going to come back real, real soon. What's the use of going to work for? Christ will be here tomorrow. Well, Paul was like, no, nah, it ain't. <laughs> Paul was like, uh-uh. Continue them saints to work. The book of Thessalonians, it, it doesn't deal with any, um, after, well, after Paul had returned from Thessalonica, returned to, to uh, Timothy, had returned to the Apostle Paul, you know, and Paul got a report on some of the things that was going on. Doesn't deal with justification by faith or anything like the book of uh, Galatians. Doesn't deal with Jewish and Gentile relationships, nothing like that. But he just wanted to kind of, it was more of a personal, more much more personal. He didn't deal with any doctrinal, any doctrinal issues, but it was more personal to encourage those saints, you know, that, that we don't know when Christ is coming back. Now, don't, don't, the soon don't mean tomorrow, all right? It's the soon. It just, you know, so, so Paul kind of wanted to encourage those saints. But he tells them here, look at verse 1, he says, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers, watch this, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy, report, or letter supposed to have come from us saying that the day of the Lord had already come. Now, what was happening? Some folks felt like they missed the rapture. That's a, that's a bad feeling. I messed around and had smoked some drugs years ago, and, you know, when I, I tried to read the Bible before I got saved, and then I remember seeing something about hearing about the rapture or something, and I most around, smoked some drugs, and messed around, and in my mind, the rapture had already taken place, and I was left behind, and the world was giving me to turn into... Paul told the saints in Thessalonica, don't get unsettled by some report, some letter, some prophecy. That's supposed to come from us, saying that the day of the Lord has already come. Look, watch this. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. That day will not come until the rebellion occurs. See, now this is what you want to understand, that we, in, we, is, we is either in it or we is very, very close to the, one of the saints is hollering, threshold. Now, you know, when you get married, you carry your wife over the threshold. You know, if, if, if you can now, because some, some, sometimes, okay, we ain't going to we are We're very close. The rebellion, and what is the rebellion? The rebellion is this, this period of time where folk is just going as contrary to God and what God say as possible. I, I believe, me personally, I believe we're in it. I believe we're in it. Until this, the day of the Lord, or so the Lord is not going to come back until the rebellion occurs, and the man of lawlessness is revealed. So you got a rebellion, and then the Antichrist or the man of lawlessness is going to be revealed. I believe we're in a rebellion. Just me personally. I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to turn that into doctrine or nothing. I just believe that we are in a rebellion. Goodness gracious! Now, when that man of lawlessness or the, the Antichrist is revealed. All right, the man doomed to destruction. Watch what he'll do. He will oppose and exalt himself over everything that is called God. Well, see a lot Hollywood movies. You know, see a lot. You know, uh, politicians. You know, all kind of things. Individuals want to come against that which is from God. I didn't come against marriage. The way God set up marriage, they want to come against prayer. They want to come against little children 
little babies being able to live and be birthed. It's coming against a lot of stuff that, what, he will oppose and exalt himself. Feeling like he or they got a better way than what God has laid down. Sound, sound, starting to get the picture, ain't it? Sound a whole lot like where we at now. Men and come in and say, now we got a better way of marriage than a man and a woman. Oh, really? What's that? Man and a man. Woman and a woman. They're like, you got a, they got a better way now. Better way. Propose and exalt himself over everything that is called God or his worship. Watch that. So that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Now, understand, this is, this is the... Understand that this is, is, is where Satan was coming from in the beginning when he got himself in trouble. Created beings are meant to worship the creator. If you ever get, you, you, you say, Apostle, what are you talking about? Don't believe the lie. If you ever think anything other than that, you are already on dangerous ice, dangerous ground. What is it? Thin ice. What? Let me say that again. Created beings. Who is that? Us, angels, living creatures, frogs, chickens, and created beings are meant to worship the creator, not exalt themselves above the creator. That's insanity. And this is where many of our leaders are today. This is where many of our Hollywood personnel and actors, and this, this is where many of our musicians are today. And that's how you fall into all this Baphomet worship. Now, for those of you that don't know what that is, look it up on your computer. Look up Satanism in the music industry. Look it up and read. So you understand that, that you're looking at and watching and, and what's going on in the videos and what them signs and symbols mean. They ain't just putting that stuff up there just to be, just to be uh, uh, in, in, in vogue. That stuff is satanic, all kind of satanic eye, eyes of the uh, eye of uh, um, Horus, all kind of satanic Baphomet symbols. Stop that stuff in uh, some of those videos and, and, and slow it down, and you'll see all kind of subliminal Understand what you're looking at. The same way God is at work promoting his kingdom, his business, Satan and his children are at work, all kind of hand signals. That's Satanism right there. You see them, those of you that are watching on video, that's Satanism. Satan, Satan hand symbols and different things that these, these individuals be doing right in front of our faces. Well, if you don't know, you know, now you ignorant concerning the devil's devices. So so you don't now you out of now you out of order with God because you don't even know. You don't even know what that means. You don't even know what they're doing. Right in front of your face. The same way we promoting our God and we worshiping our God and we trying to bring as many people to our God as possible, so is Satan and his children. Look it up. Satanism in the music industry, Satanism in, in Hollywood, Satanism in all, Satanism I got in all kind of places. Just like we, listen, 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 children, God said, Robert, listen. When Jesus was in the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights, Satan took him up on the pinnacle of the temple 
and in an instant showed him what? All the kingdoms of the earth and all their splendor. And said, all this will be yours if you bow down and worship me. Satan offered a whole bunch of, now, now whether or not he could have delivered or not, I don't know. But Jesus said no, basically. Well, that was Jesus. A whole lot of folk would have took that deal and would have never looked back. And a whole lot of folk have taken similar deals. That was Jesus. That was God saying no. But man, simple man. Oh, a lot of folk. Bible says a man will transgress for a piece of bread. What do you think a joke will do for a hundred million dollar recording contract or recording deal or a mansion and driving a Bentley? A whole lot of jokers do a whole lot of stuff. Look at the names that some of these characters have given themselves. Who is Hova? What's the rapper that named himself Hova? Is it Jay-Z or Kanye? Jay-Z, Hova. You know what, Hova, it, 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 it's taken from the covenant name of God, Jehovah. Beyonce had one music thing, say, say I, I, I'm a diva. I, I, I'm a diva. No, we be jamming now. You be eating the flesh like that kind of thing. Diva mean goddess. Name, but, uh, Beyonce hauled off and named one of her albums, I Am. Well, where you get that from? Well, that's what God told Moses to tell the, 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 the Israelites and to tell Pharaoh and them, I am that I am. They will oppose and exalt themselves above all that is called God or or, or that is worshipped so, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. So you say, Apostle, what you're what you trying to get us to understand? The spirit of the Antichrist is all, already at work, even if we may not know exactly who he is now. He's at work, seriously, the spirit, because everything is motiva- motivated by spirits. Everything. What, 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 what are we going to do without the spirit? Why you go to your mama's funeral? Why you go to your granddaddy's funeral? What, what's the difference between daddy that, that day, now that he's dead, and yesterday when he was alive? The spirit and his soul is gone. We got a vehicle out there, very nice vehicle on the outside. Engine gone, got to get a new engine. We ain't driving it nowhere. Why? Because what moves it, what motivates it, what makes it go from point A to point B is is dead. So the vehicle is dead. Well, maybe we can get on a hill somewhere, push it down a hill, and just turn everything. But it won't go. We can't crank it up. Can't do nothing. Well, just like a vehicle, when the engine is gone, is dead. Human beings, when the when the spirit and the soul has been taken out, they're dead. This is why we thank God every day, because what he has done is allowed your spirit, allowed your soul to be in your body one more time. That's why we've got to give God praise today. He could have took our spirit out. He could have took our soul out in the night. Then our body would have been just a carcass. Everything's motivated by spirit. Everything. So the spirit of the Antichrist. Well, what is the spirit of the Antichrist? Working very, very hard to oppose and exalt himself over everything that is called God. No, no, no. What, what we're working to do, children of God, and what we should be working to do is to exalt 
the true and living God. We are not the true and living God. Satan is not the true and living God. Man is not the true and living God. Your favorite entertainer is not the true and living God. Man, I can't even think of nobody I'd ask for no autograph from. Get you to sign what for me? Who are you to sign something for me? What do I want your autograph for? Paul says, don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things? And now you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For Watch this. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. Mm. So there's a power that the only thing that's keeping this secret power of lawlessness from going Completely off, there's a, a greater power that's holding it back. What in the world is it that keeps the, the, uh, 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 a river from just flowing like it wants to flow when there's a dam built there? The dam. You remove the dam, and what do you think will happen to all them little houses and little people and little stuff you got set up down there on the other side? All that stuff going to float away. Well, what do we understand here? That just like there's a secret power of lawlessness. In other words, the devil that devil want to do a whole lot more than what he's doing. As off the hook as what he is doing now in the hearts and minds of a whole lot of folk, the devil want to do a whole whole lot more. But the Bible says the the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. But the one who now holds it back will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. So when this power that's holding back this secret power of lawlessness is out of the way. Now, I don't know. We don't know. It might be the church. I don't know. I don't know. Some power from God that is just keeping this secret power from just going all the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. Whom the Lord Jesus, or watch this, when, in, during the Lord's second coming, will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. So there's a, there's a, there's a as, as much as the adversary is at work now, there's a power in creation that's saying, uh-uh, not just now, not just now, not just now. It may just be God saying, because my children, my people are still in the earth, uh-uh, can't go off like that, say, Satan be like, let me, let me go, God be like, uh-uh. But once this power is moved, oh, my God, yeah, you don't want to be here. You don't, you don't want to be here now, then. Yeah. And then, and this power is going to be of such a magnitude that the only thing that's going to get it out of the way is when Jesus Christ himself come back. Now, here's what we want to understand. Look at verse 9. We're going to close this. The coming of the lawless one or the coming of the Antichrist, okay, will be in accordance with, with the work of Satan. It will be in accordance with the work of Satan. Well, if, if, if the, the lawless one or the Antichrist is coming and he's going to come in the accordance with the work of Satan, you got to know how Satan works. I shared this with you a long time ago. Part of the reason why we're learning a whole lot about God is so that we can know a whole lot about Satan. You can't know a whole lot about Satan if you don't know a whole lot about God. It, it won't work. See, that's why you got a lot of these entertainers, a lot of these magicians and different things. They, they so deceived and so tricked. 
because they don't know a whole lot about God. See, they don't know what's at the end of the what's at the end of the story for them that hook up with Satan. You got to know a whole lot about God to really know, because what Satan will do is he'll be lying to you. He'll be telling you that you won't die and go to hell. You'll be reincarnated. Reincarnated. You'll come back as a as a flower. You'll come back as a beautiful flower. You sell your soul to me, and and you'll come back when you when you die, and you won't go to hell. No, no, no. Hell is just a metaphor. It just means that you'll come back as a beautiful flower. Lies. Coming back as no beautiful flower. So you got to know what God has said so you can spot this character, so you can spot his children, so you can spot this secret power. It's a secret power going on, uh, children of God. You out there just lolly, lolly, lolly. And there's a secret power of wickedness, a secret power of much older than you and I, a secret power that's at work, that's just waiting to be turned loose. Come on, let's get ready to close now. So you got to know, you got to understand that there's a work of Satan. There's a work. He got to work. Just like God got to work. Everybody got to work. Even a slugger got to work. It's just that his work is sleeping. You take the, the laziest joker you ever met. It ain't that, that he or she ain't doing nothing. They doing something. It just may not be what they ought to be or what. But they doing something. Ain't a very rarely you're going to just catch the joker just standing in the middle of the floor just looking. They doing something. One of the things is hollering. I ain't going to get it. I ain't going to get in there. So, accordance with the work of Satan. How do we know the work of Satan? We got to know the word of God. To know the work of Satan, you got to know the word of God. Well, Here's God getting ready to tell us the works of Satan. God just busts right out. God, see, God, that's a beautiful thing I love about God. God just busts right out with the truth. Now, you know, whether you believe it or not, whether he said it, God just put it right on out there. Just plain, just boom, there it is. Here's the counterfeit. God be like, here's the counterfeit work of Satan, Robert. Counterfeit miracles, counterfeit signs, counterfeit wonders. And in every sort of evil, that deceives those who perishes. All right, so then what do you understand? If you won't believe the truth out there, you don't want to accept the truth, the only other option is that you believe lies. That's the only other option. So you say, I don't know about this Christian. I don't know about all this Bible stuff. Okay, then what, what you have just positioned yourself for is to be deceived by lies. That's the only thing you can do. You either in the swimming pool or you out the swimming pool. You can't be a little bit pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not. You can't be a little bit saved. You either say or you're not. You can't be a little bit deceived. You either deceived or you are not. Now, why? What is it, Lord, that can cause us? Perish. You got to ask God questions, Lord. I, I need to know now so that I don't I don't get off into this. Well, God's a robber. It, you, you mess around and you refuse to love the truth. Look at verse ten. And every sort of evil that deceives those who perishing, they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Now that right there is what will cause you to be deceived and sent right on the hill because you refuse to love the truth. You got to make yourself love the truth. 
sometimes there are difficult or things that, that you there going to be a lot of stuff that our flesh don't like. My flesh don't like the truth or the word of God any more than yours. My flesh don't like exercising any more than yours. You got to make yourself do some stuff that you don't like. And that's what the Spirit of God will do. And that's why you got to listen to him, because he will make you do some stuff. A student, a lot of times A students don't necessarily like studying, but they made themselves do it because they, they say the reward. They say the reward, the benefit. A lot of stuff, who cares what you like? Make yourself do it. Sometimes you got to make yourself do it even though you don't like it. You think Jesus like you? Do you really think Jesus like going to having a nails driven through his hands and feet? If you really think that, something's wrong with you. You really think Jesus liked being beat with fists until he didn't even look like a human being anymore? Do you really think that Jesus liked having a crown of thorns stuck on his head and a spear stuck in his side? Not for something he did. It'd be different. You 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 wouldn't even like that for something you did. I wouldn't even like it for something I did. But let alone for something somebody else did. Do you really think that Jesus liked coming to unto his own and his own receiving him not? Do you really think that Jesus liked telling the humanity the truth and many of his disciples turning no longer about? Do you really think he liked this being hated, being excluded, name rejected as evil, being out? Do you really think? No. But he did it anyway. And that's what we got to be, children of God. We got to do it anyway. Got to do it anyway. Still, what we got? What 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 what? I'll be Lord, be like, what I got to do with whether you like that, Robert? I'll be like, sometime I'll be in missionary tours, be all hot and be sweating. I'll be like, Lord, is that? Is that? I'll be like, what what I got to do with what you like? Sometimes we make ourselves endure some things. We make ourselves go through some things. Not necessarily that we like it, but because there's a greater there's a greater benefit. If Jesus hadn't made himself go through what he did, you and I wouldn't be able to be saved. You make yourself love the truth. Because you either going to make yourself love the truth or you're going to refuse to love the truth. That's it. That's it, man. I ain't keep going round and round with y'all like that. Make yourself love the truth. Make yourself eat chicken. Make yourself eat watermelon. <laughs> make yourself go to the movies. Make yourself, make yourself, you do old, make yourself, make yourself love the truth. No, 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 no. I'm just going to love the truth. I ain't got nothing to do with what it feel like, what people say. Uh-uh, I'm going to make myself love. I'm going to make myself love God. I'm going to make myself study God's word. I'm going to make myself praise God. I I'm just waking up. I don't feel like praise God. Make yourself. Nobody can about what you feel. Where, where, where did that become? When did that become? Uh, make yourself. Make yourself open your mouth. Why? Because God desires the fruit of your lips. I don't, I don't feel like. So you keep right on being led by I don't feel like. Adversary got a chain in your nose, ring in your nose, leading you by a chain. Feeling. Because we ain't never been intent. God never intended for us to be led by our feelings. He never intended for us to be led by our feelings. He never intended for us to be led by our thoughts. He never intended for us to be led by our will. That's why he tells us, come down to thoughts. Oh, man, I think, ah, I don't want to hear what you think. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
Well, what I want to do, don't nobody want to hear what you want. Even Jesus said, not my will, but thy will. What about, well, I feel very strongly, and I don't care. Set your affections on things above where Christ is seated at the right. No, I don't want to hear that mess out of us. You feel, you think, you believe. Now, all that can be twisted up. God said, but what I think won't be twisted up, can't be twisted up. What I believe, God said, well, his word is not going to be twisted up. What you think, what you feel, what you I really believe, all that can be twisted up. All that can be deceived by the devil. Make yourself love the truth. Truth ain't always pretty. Sometimes truth hurts us real, real deep, hurts us real, real bad. Bring tears to your eye. I mean, hurt you. Hurt. That don't change from being the truth, no. Here's some, some truths that God got revealed to you. You must try to let the Lord reveal to you that you ain't got many friends. Oh, man, cool. That hurt, Lord. Yeah, Lord, like that. It's true, though. <laughs> it's true. Let the Lord have to reveal to you that that right there, you think it's your friend, that the character's jealous of you. Okay, he, he, he hates you. Oh, man, it hurt. Glad the Lord be like, yeah, but it's true, though. No, no, cut out all this belly aching. Just go on and make yourself love the truth. Because, see, if you don't make yourself love the truth, again, you will refuse to love the truth. And when you refuse to love truth, you can't be saved. saved. So so this is the reason that God sends the powerful delusion. See, if you made yourself love the truth, then God will send you powerful truths. But because you refuse to love the truth and you, you really love a lie, then God said, all right, then I'm going to send you a real powerful lie. <laughs> Since you love lying, since you love lies so much, and God said, look, I'm going to send you a real, real strong one then. If you love the truth, God, you know, I, my, my spirit is going to, um, who was that that told me? Um, one of the saints was had called in, I think, from Africa or something while we were doing the broadcast, and they were listening to the broadcast when they, when they had called in. And, they, and after broadcast, I got a chance to talk to Mr. Apostle. She, you know, God has got powerful, powerful. I could feel the power in 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 the Word of God. As I was like, you know, we we give God God praise. If you love the truth, God will send you real, real powerful truth, real, real strong truth, real, real anointed truth, real, real, real. But if you love, you don't love the truth, then the only other option now you love lie. God said, all right, then let me send you a real, real powerful lie. So you'll be out there fighting for a lie, real, real strong, believing it. What was it? Let us not believe the lie. Because God will fix it up so he make it a powerful one. Then. Let's make it a powerful one. Remember what the Lord asked the heavenly host in Micaiah's day. Who will what? Entice Ahab into going to his death against Ramoth Gilead. One spirit was saying this. One spirit was saying another. The Lord was like, what are you going to do? He said, I'll go and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. The Lord was like, hmm. That sounds pretty good. Go ahead and do it. And went and was a, that spirit went and was a lying spirit in the mouth of all the prophets. Micaiah told him, told um, Ahab. Ahab didn't want to believe it. Run right out there and got busted, busted up in, in fighting Ramoth Gilead. Run right out there and got himself killed. So make yourself love the truth. May, uh-uh, make yourself turn that TV off. Let me hear what God is saying. Let me read. Let me study. Because God says, now nah, I'm sending you a powerful lie. <laughs> For this reason. God sends them a powerful delusion. Well, what's a delusion? It's a lie. You got some people believe, you know, believe that they President Obama. Uh, they be humming. Right in the middle institution. 
Be like, how you doing today, Mr. President? I'm doing fine. How are you? You ain't. Then if you get somewhere and be laughing, you ain't no President Obama. It's a delusion. That's called a delusion. It's just a lie. You believe in something that's, that's not real. So God said, all right, when I do that, I'm going to send you a powerful delusion since you won't believe the truth. Since the truth doesn't appeal to you. Since the truth doesn't move you. Since the truth doesn't excite you. Try, let's try this lie on. Let's see how this lie. I do. Powerful delusion. So that they will believe the lie. So now, since you, you didn't want to believe the truth, now you run right out there and believe that the Antichrist is a good man. Because that's what a lot of you going to believe. A lot of you are going to be holding up banners with his name crossed. Don't even know. It's the Antichrist. He's going to deceive, he's going to deceive a whole lot of folk. Ain't but a handful of folk that, 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 that's not going to be deceived. The Lord done told us the road to, to eternal life is straight and narrow. Only a few entered therein. A whole lot of folk is going to be deceived. Holding up big signs. Yes. Yes. We support him. He will make it better for all of us. God, be see, make sense. Look at this joke. Ah, okay. One of the things. Talk about it. Talk about it. Let's get ready to close this out. In one of our favorite movies around here, Independence Day, there's a scene in the movie where all those people on top of that building, you know, they're looking forward to the alien coming, you know, the aliens coming into, you know, town. And, you know, they come, they show the light. I don't know if the building gets destroyed or not. Yeah, I hadn't seen it in a while. But they end up blowing up the, you know, the entire city. All these people looking forward to these aliens coming don't know that the aliens are there to take over the planet. All right. So, thanks. <laughs> I mean, see, you know, that's why, you know, you you got to you 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 know, you got to let the Lord simplify this thing for you. Cuz see, the adversary throw a whole lot of stuff at you and you be like, I don't know what to pick. I don't know what to choose. But when God throw this thing at you, don't be nothing but the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When God throw this thing at you, don't be nothing but truth and a lie. Now, there it is. When God throw this thing at you, everything, when, when God throw this thing at you and let you know that everything you do, say, think, every place you go, every motive, every is either because he said so or because the devil said so. Oh, my God. See, ain't no whole lot of wiggle room there. Ain't no wiggle room there. See, everybody ain't got that revelation that everything we do, I'm looking at these charts that God gave me that we got up on the wall, good or evil, motivated by God or motivated by the devil. Every single thing, Lord God, said, every single thing, Robert. And so all will be condemned who have not believed the truth uh-huh, but have delighted in wickedness. See, now look at that. Because you're going to delight in him. This is why God tells us to delight ourselves in him. 
and he will give us the desires of our heart. You must try to delight yourself in the in lies and in and and, and and Satan is not gonna give you the desires of your heart. He's gonna give you something that you think it, that'll even be a lie. Because you'll think that's the desire of your heart. You'll think that money is is everything. Everything. Until you a bunch of jokers get a bunch of money and still ain't happy. Still ain't got no joy. Still worried about uh, the next life. See, eternity been set in your heart. Money, money can't save your soul. Popularity can't save your soul. Money can't bring you joy. Money can make you happy. But can't bring you joy. Because the joy, the joy of the Lord, joy got to come from the Lord. Joy is an aspect of the fruit of the Spirit of God. And without the Spirit of God, you don't really have no joy. You may have a big smile on your face like a lot of folk had at them Oscars and different things. But if you ain't got the Lord, you ain't got no real joy. Come on, saints. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of playing around with y'all now. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna move into like a new, like a new. Just hit you right in the face with this thing. Now you need to be hit in the face because too many people are believing in lie. Folk going to hell every day, Robert. God said. God said that. Now what I'm gonna do? Well, knowing this, you might don't know it. Ah, you lie, 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 because you didn't go to hell. Somebody went to hell. God said, Robert, in between the time that you started this broadcast to right now, souls have gone to hell. Lord, I said, brother, you know it's true. This life is no, you know, we laugh and we joke and we play around all kind of different things, but there's a very, very seriousness to this thing called life. There's a very, 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 very serious goal that you and I need to make sure that uh, is taken care of, and that is that our souls are saved and that we make ourselves love the truth. You ain't going to go very far not making yourself, not with God, not making yourself do things that you don't want to do. You ain't going to be able to go real far with God like that because Christianity is a whole lot of stuff that you, that, that you may not want to do. How are you going to be a good soldier and if you don't learn how to make yourself do not what you want to do but what the commanding officer says? I'm tired of preaching now. I'm tired of preaching. Thanks, y'all. Go and send some money in and then be a uh, blessing to the ministry as uh, I got to leave tomorrow for Accra, Ghana, for a program. Go on and, and send and contribute to the, to the work of God. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We thank you today for everything that, that you have shared with us. We trust, Father, that you have been pleased with the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart. We pray that they have been acceptable in your sight. O oh, Lord, our God, our strength and our redeemer. Father, anything that we have said, done, thought, or imagined that has not been pleasing in your sight, uh, forgive us, Father, for we have not yet obtained it all yet. We've not yet been made perfect. But, Father, we are pressing on in the name of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that we may take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of us. Thank you, Father, for, for we can't thank you enough for all that you've done and all that you're going to do and, and, and all that you are doing. This and all of the blessings we ask in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Lord bless you, children of God in heaven. Continue to smile on you all.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.